Is reading the Bible actually important? And if it is, well, how important is it? Can I just read the Bible on Sunday morning in church? Today, we're talking about the importance of reading your Bible, along with some helpful things I like incorporating in my Bible reading time. And at the end of this episode, I'm answering your questions that you write in to our Dear Meg segment. And today's question is how to feel more confident with my body. That is a good one. Friend, before we get started, I wanted to thank you so much for listening. I don't take it lightly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to dive into today's episode with you. Hey friend, I'm Megan Edmonds, and I am so glad that you're here joining me on the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place where we are encouraged and equipped in our walks with Christ, in knowing our purpose, and in living purposefully as Christian women. I am so thankful that we get to do this life to seek God and honor Him together. All right, before we continue, I have to tell you that today's podcast is sponsored by Faithful Counseling. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I'm a huge advocate for Christian counseling. I have done it in my own life. I love Christian counseling. I think that it's so important and it truly truly, and I I don't use these words lightly, like it has changed my mindset. It has changed my life. So I highly recommend it if you are interested in it. And at Faithful Counseling, Faithful Counseling is an online Christian counseling service that matches you with your own licensed professional counselor that is a practicing Christian. At Faithful Counseling, you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor and schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed until you find the right fit for you. Faithful Counseling is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. She Lives Purposely podcast listeners get 10% off of your first month at faithfulcounseling.com backslash she lives purposefully. That's faithfulcounseling.com backslash she lives purposefully for 10% off of your first month. That link will be in the show notes. So go and snag that deal for your first month of Christian online counseling. We all need to talk to someone and Faithful Counseling can help. Thanks again to Faithful Counseling for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so let's dive into the importance of Bible reading. As we go through tons of verses about this, I want to break something down. First, the Bible or the teachings of God are commonly referred to as the Word of God or the law in the Bible. Another thing is that we will be using God's word to back up the importance of God's word. And it may seem silly, but we're establishing here what God says about the book that he has given us. If you're looking for secular stats in this area, next week we're actually going to be talking about the importance of having a home church and attending church. And we talk about some amazing stats from secular sources even about the differences between people who are regularly involved in religious practices versus those who aren't. And there are tons of resources as well on the legitimacy of the Bible. We've even done an episode on that. I'm going to link that in the show notes as well for you. But so this is an episode talking about what God says about his own word and the importance of reading your Bible based on that. So I wanted to put both of those things out there before we jump in. All right. So is God's word important and is reading it important? Yes. 
and here is why. First, let's go through some of the basics that we know, we've heard, but really like actually say them out loud and let them sink into our hearts and minds. The first one is that the word, the Bible, is the actual word of God. Actually the word of God, and it is true. Reading the Bible is reading words that come from God. You guys, this book is divine. 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says this, And we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. Isaiah 55.11 says this from God speaking here, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. John 17, 17 says this, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Isaiah 40, verse 8 says this, The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. And Matthew 24, verse 35 says this, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And then another thing too, another basic that we need to know, if we just talked about the Bible is actually divine. It is the words of God, which is so crazy. And the second one is that God actually tells us to seek him. He stresses the importance of this. In fact, it's said that we actually can't do this life. We can't live how God calls us to without him. In Matthew 4, 4, it says this, Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. We think about the importance of eating every single day. I know that I get so irritable when I, you know, hangry is such a real thing for me if I get too hungry, anything like that. So we have to be eating multiple times a day, every single day. And here Jesus says, man shall not live on bread alone, on food alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Reading the Bible, having God's word in your heart, in your mind, whether that's listening, reading, memorizing, all of that it is so essential, so essential. Now that we see what God's, that God's word is actually divine and that it's true and that God tells us that we need it, let's dive in even more. Like, okay, it's divine, which is no big deal, which it actually really is. But what can it do for me? As selfish of a question as this is, this is a question that we often ask ourselves, as if just reading the creator of the universe's words aren't enough. But actually, God meets us here in this question. In his word, he talks about the power of his word, and he cares so deeply about you and I. So let's dive into the power of God's word. Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. 2 Timothy verse 3 verses 16 through 17 says, All scripture is breathed out by God. Wow. And profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. 
Ephesians 6, 17 says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Isaiah 55, 11 says, My word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Psalm 119 verse 9 says, How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. All right, so we've uncovered basically that reading God's word is not only divine, but it is life changing. It is a guide. It is alive and it has a purpose every time it is heard. It has the power to sanctify, which means to be set apart, declared holy, freed from sin. It can discern our own thoughts and intentions. It trains us for righteousness. It helps to complete us in Christ. It equips us for every good work. It reproves, it corrects us, it teaches us, and it helps to keep us pure. Like what? This is so just such an amazing book because it is literally God's word. All right, so with all of this in mind, we really should be filling ourselves up with this book all the time. So how do we do that? One way is to be in it daily, to read it daily. If you can't read it daily, there's different seasons of life. Sometimes, you know, moms with a lot of kids or even one kid or how whatever it is will find it really difficult. Sometimes you're really busy, different things like that. Be listening to the word of God, you know, be consuming it daily in some way. In scripture, we even see in the Psalms that David is meditating on the law, which is the word of God, day and night. So a king of a nation is meditating day and night, super busy day and night. And so be consuming it every day if you can be again that's not a legalistic thing that's not a check mark this isn't the lord's frustrated with you if you're not doing that but be consuming the word of god Two, another way to have ourselves filled up with it is to memorize it so that we can have it in our hearts and our minds even when we can't be reading it and then two, another way is to work on diving in more into scripture through studies, commentaries, going to services and hearing sermons, studying it with other believers to really dive into the word of God. So what are some tools that we can use to really pour this into our own lives? One thing is journaling. I am such a big fan of journaling when I'm reading the word. I usually journal things that stick out to me from my reading time. So questions, thoughts, things like that. And I have been journaling since high school. So for a while, I think it's such a great way to retain what I'm reading and really think about these things and actually take time to pause and see what the Lord might be speaking to me about. I think journaling is great. And lately too, Donnie and I have been working on journaling more to really pour out things that we are thinking, what we want to talk to the Lord about, our prayers even, and then two, writing the things that he is speaking to us about. So journaling is such a great way to do that. Another thing is Bible studies. This is another great tool Bible studies are a way to understand more about what you're reading and to see, too, what God spoke to someone else in their time 
in his word. So Sheila's purposely, of course, we have digital Bible studies on different books like Ruth, Esther, Psalm 23, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Jonah, 1st, 2nd and 3rd John. Um, and some of them are free for you so you can go and download those right now. I'll have that link in the show notes. And some too are available for just $5. So they are digital digital Bible studies. Some of these as well, we've actually gone through on the podcast for the most part. So all of these studies too are available for you included in your monthly subscription. If you are a She Lives Purposely monthly bonus subscriber, um, then all the studies are already in there. You have access to all of them for free in there. So if you're not a subscriber, I will link that to join us, become a subscriber and get bonus content. But if you are, it's already in there for you. Two, Daily Grace Co. has some great Bible studies. I will link that in the show notes as well. All right, another great tool is commentaries. Commentaries are a great breakdown of what you're reading. Studies can often be more topical or focus on one thing or a few things from a passage while commentaries break every verse down and help you understand context, what the writer is saying, the background of the book, and more. My favorite commentary is David Guzik's Enduring Word Commentary. I go to it like all the time. That's my go-to. So I highly recommend that one. So those are just some tools for you. And that is our episode today. And you know, the importance of reading your Bible, why it's important, the power of scripture, how we can consume more of it and really dive into more of it and some extra tools for us to get more out of our time in God's word. And now it is time for Dear Meg. All right, so this person wrote in, Dear Meg, how can I feel more confident with my body and my Christianity? I feel like sometimes I get discouraged when I am not completely satisfied with my body. And the first thing I want to say is you are absolutely not alone in this. Um, I think I would say even the vast majority, if not a lot of women in some way struggle with their body, which is such a shame. It's such a sad thing, but it's something that is so prominent. And um, I think that there are a ton of reasons for this. And I just want to encourage you. There's two things that come to me off the top of my head. The first one is to flood yourself with the truths of God and how he sees you. You are made in his image. He has made you creatively for a reason. He has put you together so specifically. He knit you together in your mother's womb like you are his masterpiece. He loves you so much and he was so intentional with how he made you. And so I would really like write these truths down, seek them out, go through God's word. Even, you know, you can even Google like verses about how God made me and what God thinks of me and things like that and write them out and make sure that you are just flooding yourselves with those truths to go over them every single day. If this is a specific area that you're struggling in, I would encourage you to do that because the Lord loves you so much and he made you with such intention. And, you know, he, I, it just, I think really flooding yourself with the truths is so important. But I think too, that's something I would encourage you to add in. I think that in this society, we are so surrounded by other people and comparison is 
huge. Not only are we just surrounded by other people like in our day to day, but I'm talking about maybe on social media or we see magazines, different things of all these people who are face tuned and edited and they've made themselves look just so even if it's in the poses that they have all of these things. And we can't help when we're flooded with these hundreds of images a day, even people who are just, you know, like, great influencers, but you you can't help but see how they look in this photo and compare yourself sometimes. So we're not meant to be consuming all of this content and all of this, having all of this comparison. And two, on top of just that, we really have a consumer culture where we are pushed to improve ourselves in every single possible way, which means that, that we're, they're basically telling us that there's something wrong with how we look already. And so I, I just would encourage you, if you can first, add all of those twos in. And second, remove the opportunity for this to be added into your life for these negative comparisons, things like that. Maybe that means to take a social media break, to spend less time on it, whatever that may be to hop off altogether, at least for a, a little bit, but if not permanently. Um, I think that that can really be having both both of those things can be really powerful. And two, I do actually have an episode on this with somebody else who coaches women. And so um, I'm going to be linking that in the show notes as well for you. All right, friends, that is our episode for today. If you like this podcast, be sure to leave a review and share it with your friends in your go-to group chat or on social media. Doing this helps the podcast so much to reach new women to encourage and equip them. And don't miss the next episode. Next week, we are talking about do I actually need a home church? And tomorrow, if you are a bonus monthly content subscriber, we are talking about non-toxic products that I have been switching to, why I'm making these switches, why I think it's really important. And I'm going to be giving you exactly what I'm using now. So it's going to be a really fun episode, lighthearted, and just kind of diving into my personal life, which is, which is kind of fun. So that's tomorrow's episode. If you're not a bon bonus subscriber, be sure to do that. I will be linking that in the show notes for you friend live purposefully live for jesus and have a fantastic rest of your day